Uh, hi everyone, this is Holly coming at you after editing this episode. Uh, this is the second episode of our Season 7 spoiler cast. So again, if you don't want spoilers for Season 7 or the rest of the show, you're going to want to skip this one or come back to it. But if you do want to listen to it, uh, I again, I'm just putting a content warning on this one. There is a brief discussion about midway through the episode about racism and sexism. So, yeah, there will be timestamps for that in the description. I will say it is pretty mild. The content of the show is very mild, and our discussion is even more so. Anyway, with that being said, I do hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome to the Bus Podcast, uh, Level 7 Spoiler Cast Edition. Uh, I am your host, Holly, and with me today, uh, as always, and into the 20 foreseeable episodes, <laughs> Luca. Hello. And we are talking about uh, our thoughts about episodes 2 and 3 of Season 7 of Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is... There were there was a lot of stuff that happened in those two episodes. There's definitely a lot of stuff that happened. Yeah, we're recording this um, the day after uh, episode three came out, um, and unfortunately, I have not had time to go back and and watch um, any of them to have uh, coherent thoughts. So I'm going to be relying on you, Luca, a lot to <laughs> to remind me if I'm missing anything. Yeah, one good thing about making gifts of the episode is it forces me to like really go back in and like look at the episode again so yeah everyone should go follow luca on tumblr um, what up? to look at those good gifts um but yeah just a brief overview of what happened uh in these two episodes uh episode two was called know your onions which is a very good title um and in it, basically, we get more reveals that, or the information kind of just slowly disseminates throughout the team that um, Freddy is is a Malik, uh, that he will go on to start up Hydra in the states, which is no good. No good. Um, there's yeah, there's a brief sequence. There's a lot of talk between Mac and Deke and him on a train that's mostly inconsequential. There is. What else? There's the good scene with Gemma in the bar where she saves that woman's life who doesn't matter at all. Um, <laughs> There's also, I mean, she also has the uh, the ingredients for the super um, super soldier serum. Yeah, yeah. Which I feel like I feel I felt like this was going to be a little bit more of a bigger thing. Like I thought Freddie was going to be like a major player in this season yeah. but it seems not like i made the called shot last episode just that he's going to be like the villain or like the the like post mid season villain but they just seem to have totally discarded him because um towards the end of episode two when they're all trying kind of reconvening re like reconvening um Sky, or Daisy, fuck, I also I know. Sky. Um, <laughs> Daisy uh, orders Deke to shoot him, uh, kind of like going off the book, um, because it's it is like the kill baby Hitler situation where if they kill Freddy now, he won't go on to to start Hydra, and Mac uh, counters that order when he learns about it, 
and Deke does not shoot him, and eventually they see him on his way uh, to deliver the super soldier serum stuff, um, and uh, presumably start Hydra in America after that. Um, yeah. Which is big yikes. Uh, big yikes! <laughs> Uh, and Daisy is not happy with with that, uh, but is sticking to her guns in terms of like her she, her making the right call, which is fair. Like it's not a bad idea. But Max's point is is that like this isn't a mistake that we can fix. This is this is a mistake that already happened, and the best we can do is to just make sure it doesn't get worse. Which is also fair, but also if you could kill baby Hitler. Um. Yeah, I think that's one of the main dilemmas of this episode is Daisy very much is in your camp is like, I am going to kill baby Hitler and end this. And everyone else is like, oh my god, if you do that, who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Which also fair, but like time is so broken at this point that like i mean just fuck around and find out you know <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know i feel like one of the things that i came away from this episode really feeling is like my prediction at the end of season six was okay this season they're gonna build daisy up to be the director of shield and after seeing the way she acted in this episode i don't know if that's like her trajectory anymore because she blatantly yeah. disregarded max orders for a goal that is seemingly also might be very bad. Yeah. And like, yeah, like there are definitely like, again, like time is so broken. So there definitely could have been some very bad consequences. Like they could have all just instantly been erased. Um, but that's probably not what's going to happen because Deke's still around and his yeah. past was erased, but whatever. But yeah, it is, it does seem like she's kind of like veering off from that direction. And yeah, at the end of season six, I would have agreed with you that like, yeah, it does. That does seem what they're building up Daisy for, but I I am kind of excited that that doesn't seem to be the direction that she's headed in anymore. Because, uh, like as I've mentioned a bunch of times now, and will continue to mention, they're kind of like re- they keep returning Shield to this kind of status quo of like it's a big government institution, like government in quotes institution that like. that are essentially cops like for lack of a better word um and like having daisy like in charge of that wouldn't feel great as like an ending note so i am glad to see that that doesn't seem to be the case um but i mean like literally anything can fucking happen yeah the other the other interesting thing about that and I know we've totally gone off course of what we said we were going to do about like recapping everything first and then talking about it. But I mean, we pretty much recapped that whole episode. Yeah. Daisy like really stuck it to Deke for not following her order. Yeah. At that, which was interesting because, because like, she's just like, why didn't you follow like my orders? Like I outrank you, which is an interesting card to pull there for Daisy pulling like the rank argument rather than the morality argument. Um, but, like, Deke is fully justified. just like, no, the director <laughs> told me not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and Daisy's just like, you still should have fucking done it. Um, which is, there's also some interesting Deke characterization there, which is, like, I'm not the same person that I was on The Lighthouse. Because Daisy also goes just like, what, like, what are you talking about? Like, you totally 
would have done that. Like, you're, don't try to like pull this shit with me. And he's just straight up like, no, I'm not the person that I what that you met in the lighthouse. And I yeah. don't want to be that person anymore. Yeah, I I think I don't know if Deke has earned that moment. <laughs> I still think he's very similar to the person that they met on the lighthouse. But I think he is saying that, so we should take him at his word. Yeah. And I, I, I yeah, I just kind of worry about Daisy. I don't know. I mean, she seems more in control in episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I am a little confused about how to feel about Daisy because, like, on one hand, I totally sympathize with her. Like, you're facing like this guy who's, if not him directly, but his children are gonna wreak like untold havoc on the world and you personally (laughs) yeah yeah like i'm definitely with daisy like i think i think she like even even if it wasn't the right call it's a totally justified and like shouldn't be like she shouldn't be admonished for it um but yeah like it is her her kind of like attitude towards it has been really interesting in contrast to everyone else because like i think unlike other stuff like the colson like the decision to save Coulson, she feels like almost less conflicted about that in a in a weird way. Yeah. Like she feels very justified, and and I I think rightly so in this opinion, um, which is uh, interesting to say the mm-hmm. least. But the other stuff that happens is that like right after Freddie makes the delivery, they Simmons reveals the kind of like how all this time travel stuff works which is that they've been jumping through windows in time that are kind of like, I guess, created by the Chronicom ship or yeah. something. Or like there are windows that the Chronicom ship jumps through and then yeah. the Chronicom ship jumping through the windows is what lets the Zephyr jump through the windows also. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure if the ship is creating those windows or if the windows are there and the ship knows how to go through them. I kind of think it's the latter. I think the ship just knows how to go through them. Yeah, because there is the moment of the like when after like they talk about the window where the chronocoms like look at each other and just like we miss the opportunity and the window is closing soon, so we need to yeah. leave. Um, but yeah, so there are these windows which are like basically brief periods of like in time, and they don't know when the next one's gonna happen where they can travel through time. So like, there's like this big tense moment where it's just like we've got 17 minutes until we had to leave and everyone was just like what the fuck 17 minutes are you kidding me um yeah and they jump through time leaving poor enoch behind Enoch to a real one rip though i think he comes back later this is definitely a situation where like like kind of like a fits thing where he takes a long way there yeah and yeah they jump forward to the 50s where they figure out that the chronocoms are targeting area 51 which surprise surprise is an old shield base they go to the shield base to try and stop whatever they're doing which has to do with an ion fusion reactor blah 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 it's a MacGuffin, blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> uh they kidnapped they kidnapped this old racist white dude and interrogate him about it Coulson takes his identity and uses it to infiltrate the base alongside Simmons, who disguises herself as Peggy Carter, which is uh, fun. And I should definitely watch Agent Carter so I know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah, this 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 episode, like, I think it becomes clear that like they're like he knows Peggy, so like it, yeah. you know, obviously, but yeah, 
because the other thing too is that like um the other basically important note that they hit here is that uh is it daniel susa it's daniel susa yeah yeah uh shows up who is peggy carter's old partner in more ways than one <laughs> apparently so i've been told so you've been told <laughs> uh and he quickly figures out what's going on like or doesn't figure out what's going on at all um but like figures out that simmons is obviously not peggy um and uh arrests colson and simmons blah 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 blah. uh they defeat the chronicoms who are doing the thing may has like a for real panic attack yeah which was very freaky because the Mm. the thing that i neglected to mention also i'm realizing now is that may since the end of season episode one where she kind of just like wakes up and just ninjas onto the ceiling and we don't figure out what happens to her she has since just shown up and like been acting around but like is very cold in a way that's unmay like like may may is her whole thing is that she's cold and kind of like a robot e kind of person but like always in a very like harsh and kind of um like just like death glare kind of way which is different from how she acts here which is just totally uncaring and apathetic and then in my live tweets i kept going like i'm very worried about may what's happening to may and you and i and our messages were just like i hope may's not possessed i hope may's not like (laughs) a robot or like like we were we were freaking out and then she has this moment where she has like a for real like panic attack which is something that we have not seen like anything remotely like that happened to me i don't think at all yeah like the closest she comes is like the bahrain stuff but even then i don't think it's like this yeah even then that's much more of just like a trauma of a situation like getting to her but she's still like throughout the whole situation she was in control and it was only afterwards where she's kind of started to break down whereas in this she just like has she has like an actual panic attack and like it's it is so uncharacteristic of me that she doesn't even know it seems to know what's going on um yeah that part definitely is like one of like i really am worried about may and that really cemented like oh god things are really bad with me <laughs> yeah like i was terrified for what was going on with me before that and then afterwards i was just like oh i'm terrified for her even more now and but in a totally different way yeah um, like before it was like is she possessed is she like taken over but now it's like oh jesus <laughs> she yeah. is like broken <laughs> yeah which is also very worrying because like she had that panic attack like with like alongside elena who was like with her at the yes. time and elena can't use her powers yeah it, it doesn't even seem that she can't use her powers but like or like she can't use her powers but it's not like it's not like some weird like kryptonite bullshit or anything like or like some conflict shit where it's just like oh no she's just she is just traumatized like to the point like where it's not like she's un- I don't want to mean to say that she's like unwilling or doesn't want to use her powers or anything like that. But it's she like, just like can't. She just can't. Um Yeah. There's just like a block. Yeah. Which is like seeing the two of them together like who are like arguably some of the most like competent people on the team and like are in some ways like very much of a kind with each other. Yeah. Really scary. 
It definitely does not make you feel great, especially considering they're facing these, like, very powerful, crazy robot people thingies. Um, not a great situation to be in. At least we have Robot Coulson, who is also <laughs> possibly possessed at the end of this episode, so who the oh, fuck knows? It, like, <laughs> things go off the rails in this episode a lot. Um, that like I, in like, but in ways that I was not expecting at all, and the fact that they threw them at me so quickly, it, it just like caught me off guard in a way that I wasn't expecting, and makes yeah. me like very terrified for what happens next. Because yeah, it is, it is like the stuff with May and Elena that is like seems to be unraveling very very quickly, but it's. It's also now apparently Coulson who gets knocked out by an EMP and then his eyes change color and that's the last thing we see. Um, yeah. Which is which, like when uh, robots' that... eyes change color, that's never a good thing. It's, it's yeah, that's, literally that's never a good thing. It's always a bad thing. Um, um, I have a lot of concerns about that situation as well because, I mean, unless somebody's going to look in his eye and realize, wait a second. Yeah. Your eyes aren't that color. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like the person most likely to do that is May, who is dealing with her own shit. So, uh, yeah, not really going to be on top of things like that. Yeah. God. And the other thing to, I guess, to talk about is because we, we did kind of, um, I mentioned it and then we moved on to the May stuff, but the Danny, Daniel Sousa stuff, like him showing up, one, He's kind of he's kind of good looking, I will admit. Um, he's, he very much has the look of just like, oh, I am a main character on a totally different show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I when I um, when I was first watching this episode, I didn't realize that they had said Peggy when Jimma walked up. I like totally missed that. And when Daniel Souza walked in, I was like, oh fuck! Like they said Peggy. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, like, because here's the here's the thing is, um, Holly's never watched Agent Carter, no, which is a shame because the first season is really great. The second season is less great but still good, uh, <laughs> and so in that ep- in that in that show they are a couple, um, eventually. So he really knows Peggy Carter, <laughs> and yeah. uh, pretty sure he's not going to take any impersonations of Peggy Carter standing down. So, yeah, it is, it is very because I think the thing is is that like yeah they say Simmons says like oh call me Agent Carter or whatever and then I was just like yeah. oh fuck like this here we go um, here we go the thing that I thought was going to happen was that the real Peggy Carter is going to show up. Um, so can real par- can Peggy Carter please stand up? Yeah. <laughs> um, please stand up. But yeah. Yeah, but... I thought she might make a cameo too. I don't. I mean, it wouldn't shock me because she's made cameos on Shield before. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't shock me if she shows up at some point. But it seems like that's not the direction that they're going. It seems like they're very much yeah. going in the Susa uh, alone direction. Um, yeah, and I think that's because of how Endgame ended. Um, which apparently screws over Souza completely because yeah <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the end of the game but uh Souza uh, is not in the picture anymore <laughs> yeah um but which sucks that he apparently dies according to the preview for next episode yeah I was gonna ask you about that because um I don't know what the end because Agent Carter got canceled right it didn't have like it did. a proper ending yeah right. so. 
Yeah, I was going to ask you if like he died on the shore. No. This is new information. <laughs> that is new information. Okay. Because uh, the the show like ends with him and Peggy like being a couple, like becoming huh. a couple. So when ever when anyone who saw Agent Carter went to see Endgame, they're like, uh, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because yeah, the the thing other thing here is that like it's revealed, or I guess like I don't know how I don't know how much Hydra shows up in Carter, Agent Carter, I guess, but like Susa, Susa, like before anyone else, it seems has kind of like realized that Hydra has taken a foothold in Shield. Um, and it's like, yeah, he he specifically says, "Is this about the tip that I sent you before about like possible sleeper agents in Shield?" And and Daisy or Sky is just like, "No, f- wait, fuck, I got that wrong. It's, it's okay. Daisy." <laughs> I know we have to be so careful about calling her Sky on the other podcast. Uh, Daisy is just like, I it seems taken aback by that, but just like you're more right than you. No, basically. Yeah. Um, and in the after, like credits bit, it's revealed that like he was killed because he knew about Hydra. Yeah. Um, which is just like as somebody who hates Hydra and hates Nazis, it's just like fuck. Like all of this, it's one of those moments where just like everything. It's a real um, fuck. What's his name? Uh. Maze Hughes moment <laughs> mm-hmm. where it's just like fuck like so much of this could be avoided if like this guy didn't get murdered and left in the pool <laughs> yeah and that's the thing is like I really wonder if like Jimma especially is going to struggle with this a lot mm-hmm. because I mean if Ward didn't do what he did to them like Fitz would be a completely different person yeah but like they have to let him die like that's the struggle i think that they're setting up this whole season is like they just can't do anything basically like they can yeah. they have to stop the chronicoms and that's it yeah which really sucks <laughs> yeah the real thing cuz they cuz yeah they it, they did a similar thing with the pre- the next time on that they did at the end of episode 1 where like that was very much the end of episode 1 was very much setting up the question of like are they going to kill or not kill freddy yeah um, whereas this one's just like are they going to save or not save Susa? And it's it does still seem to be a little bit up in the air about whether or not they're going to do that. Because um, like unlike the episode one, where it's just like we need to we need to save Hydra in order to save Shield. The difference with this is that the Chronicom's goal isn't Susa. Susa is totally unrelated to that. Yeah. So in theory, they could interfere and not fuck themselves over in that way. But it does kind of beg the question of how much are they going to fuck with the timeline? Yeah. And I really wonder if, like, because Daisy especially, I mean, she loves Peggy Carter. She, I I think she's a fan of Suzo because she knows, like, his whole history, which is how she gets him to trust her. Are you talking about Gemma? No, I'm talking about Daisy. Oh. And I, the reason I was talking about Daisy is, you know, in the first step, in the first conundrum, she was like, pull the trigger. So I'm really wondering if this time she's going to be like, save him, and she's going to do it, and it's going to fuck some shit up. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, so. yeah, I think, I think, hmm, yeah, I think the major decision makers, I think they're probably going to do a thing. If they, if that does, if this does become a recurring, more recurring theme in the season, just like, how much are we going to fuck with the timeline? 
Yeah. I think they're probably going to try and cycle through, like, posing that dilemma to different members of the team. Um, oh, yeah. Very true. But, yeah, it's it's go- definitely going to be interesting. Because, yeah, I... I was I was gonna walking into this just like okay yeah there's going to be some Peggy Carter shit I am not gonna have any real attachment <laughs> to it but like as soon as Susan said the line just like like I'm worried about sleeper agents taking a foothold in Shield I was just like oh no oh no because <laughs> like yeah it is very much just things like it's so easy to imagine like everything just went against this guy uh, yeah and he did not know what he was up against and. Like, he was killed for it, which always fucks me up. Yeah, it's interesting that Souza had the inkling of Hydra already being in S.H.I.E.L.D. so quickly. Because, I mean, he's one of the first, like, Peggy Carter basically founded S.H.I.E.L.D. So, mm-hmm. he's one of the first, like, um, really big members of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so, it's like, how quickly did this happen and why didn't he tell anybody like i guess he was trying to tell people it's interesting that he didn't tell peggy i guess is what i'm getting at yeah yeah like why didn't he go straight to her and be like hey this is happening Mm -hmm. but it seems like they've had some sort of falling out because he was surprised that peggy was there and yeah 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 it's definitely interesting i wonder if we're gonna find out more about that I don't know, because I don't know if we're gonna get any more than two episodes with him. Yeah, yeah. I don't sure. think I don't think we are going to get more. Than the, no, than he's definitely like I knew he was coming because um, they made a big deal out of bringing him back onto the show, mm. like they've done with some people in the past, <laughs> uh, which is great. I really enjoyed his character and Agent Carter, and I'm glad to see him back. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, kind of. I guess the other thing that I was getting at too. It's just like, yeah, I was expecting to not have any attachment, especially when he showed up. And it was just like a, like a conventionally attractive, like white dude. Um, but he's lost a leg. Yeah. So he is disabled. Yeah. Um, I just like, oh, okay. Like this is, I guess a guy on a, on a mainstream television show about a Disney <laughs> yeah. property. Um, whatever. But like I did very quickly, I think get a little bit attached to him, which I think yeah, says, says something. He's a very endearing character on Agent Carter. Um, so I was not surprised to hear that you were already like, yeah, <laughs> I really like him actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause he's just like, he, he doesn't, he, even though he is a straight white dude in the fifties, you know, he does not devalue Peggy Carter at all, which is like, Something she definitely struggles with in the first season <laughs> um, hmm. from all of her male colleagues, which really makes me happy because holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the other thing to talk about, too, is that in our, the last episode, the last spoiler cast, I was a little bit worried about the kind of direction that they were going to go with the like dealing with like historical racism and sexism mm-hmm. and stuff. And boy, howdy did they double down on, on that. Yep. This episode. They're like, fuck it. Everybody's fucking racist. The whole system's racist. We got this. Yeah. They, we got this waitress that. <laughs> yeah. Just like gave Mac and Elena the death glare. Like, yeah. like they literally pointed out like a white's, only like colored only bathroom yeah. thing uh, which i was just like 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 okay like this is this is not 
the level of this that I was expecting. Like, it is still, on some sense, like, a very minimum kind of thing to do in terms of acknowledging it. Um, but it isn't much more than I was expecting from, like, a yeah, ABC show. Yeah, I mean, show. I think it's just hard to ignore the fact that most of this team is people of color. Yeah. And they're parading around in, you know, po- pre-60s America. Yeah. And even post-60s, I mean, fuck, we, yeah. we still have yeah. fucking huge racial problems. Obviously, because there's giant riots happening all over the country because yep. of it right now. <laughs> um, yeah, Black Lives Matter, all cops are bastards. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Black Lives Matter and fuck the police. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I, I was pleasantly surprised as well that they have leaned into it because yeah i mean you can't ignore it like it's there Mm -hmm. mac is a huge black man yeah he is the target yeah the other thing too is that i will i guess the other thing that i would say like again i don't i want to say that like i do think that this it is i like i just acknowledging it and doing what they is it does feel like a minimum but in terms of like what this like this isn't a show about racism you know like this isn't a show about those kinds of things and i think i think it on a lot of levels it is really easy to ignore that kind of stuff it really it like it is like hollywood and tv and everything has been hand waving that shit for decades Um, yeah like like everybody cop movie with a black and a white guy like they all hand wave it yeah like it is like it's all it is very hand wavy so like i like I was taken aback that they went so hard on it too, because like I I was just like, oh wow, they did like a like a Jim Crow call out, and okay, I guess that's yep. the that's what we're getting for the fifties. And then that fucking commander dude turns around, and it's just like the biggest like raging racist asshole mm-hmm. like on the fucking planet. Um, and like I like I know they wouldn't, but like man, if he had said like some terrible racial slurs would not have shocked me at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they couldn't because TV, but, but like he calls Mac boy, which Mac very pointedly calls out. Um, he calls Elena Mamacita. He apparently, we don't hear him say it, but apparently he calls May an oriental. Um, like it is very, very alarming, which I guess I putting another (laughs) content warning on this episode. Um, but yeah, it's. I was just like, holy fuck. Um, yeah, they did not shy away from it, which yeah. is good because it needs to be, mm-hmm. like, especially now. Yeah. It, well, forever. It, it just needs to be talked about. Like, yeah. we don't talk about it enough. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there was also the call out where they just, um, like, they're just like, Deke, you need to kind of talk to this guy. Like, I know, that was like, so you're funny. probably the only one. And Deke's just like, wait, why? Because, like, I mean, I, I, Deke, again, I like Deke a lot. Um, uh, but, like, I know that the whole, like, reason why he doesn't immediately pick up on it is because he's, like, from the future or whatever, where I guess there's no racism. <laughs> I think um, there's not enough people to be racist. No, against. there really isn't enough. <laughs> uh, but like, I also will fully believe that Deke wouldn't have picked up on that immediately either. If he, even if he was uh, more, but he's I... just like, oh, it's not because of the any like gestures to his face, and they're just like, yep. Uh, 
and I think because he was so entrenched in like hashtag millennial bullshit mm-hmm. fucking culture, he probably learned about white privilege there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because he sto- he like walks out of there and it's just like stupid white privilege, which yeah, I, yeah. Because that which is a line that also caught me off guard because I was. I was also thinking that they were going to do a hand wavy thing there and, and not like say the words like it's because you're white and we're not. Um yep. and just kind of like gesture at it. But they but like they did say it. Um which they said is it. uh again, good in a very like I wanna I wanna just keep kind of like I do think that what this is is good, but also the fact that it is just it is the. It feels like the bare minimum. Relative yeah, like this. To this what... is like this is what we should expect all yeah. television to do, yeah. and the fact that like we cannot expect that is a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. That's a that's a much better way of putting it than how I've been trying to do. Which is yeah, like this is this is good, but in the sense that it should be the baseline. Yeah. Um, because like it's not even saying anything. It's not even, like, there's nothing outrageous or, like, ooh, touchy about it. Like, it's just, this is, like, what happened. And this is a reality of the fact that, like, this shit would be the case if you traveled back in time and had a bunch of people of color, like, trying to do anything. Like, this is the kind of shit that you'd run into. And just trying to ignore that is is, uh, bad and heinous. Yeah, and on that same vein, like, Gemma especially has gotten a lot of really, like, fuck the patriarchy lines these last couple episodes, which I'm mm-hmm. super here for, because, yeah, everyone was also sexist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, she gets to pull the, I'm, you know, Coulson's like, oh no, she's my boss, <laughs> which yeah. is just super yeah. great. But yeah, I think that, yeah, I think they do a pretty decent job of, like, you know, we're aware that it's the fifties and everyone is racist and also sexist and probably yeah. homophobic too, but currently we don't have any openly gay characters in the show to talk about that with. Yep. Yeah. I definitely thought that when we were watching, it's just like, man, like they've definitely, they've hit, they've hit two of the big three. Um, two of the big three. Where's yeah. the third? Where's the third? Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so, Oh, actually wait, one more thing too, I, which is a small one that I don't want to talk about because um, fuck the police and also fuck the military specifically. But they did in a kind of like similar calling out sexism thing. They did talk about like the women fighter pilots in the fifties mm-hmm. uh, who like towed targets for like the male fighter pilots. Yeah, um, but that's whatever. <laughs> which is a pretty cool. I mean. It's a, it's an interesting, it's like a very small, it's like an interesting thing to call out because it's, I feel yeah. like it's one of the things that like, it's easy to point at like a, like a segregation Jim Crow thing and just being like, like, that's a thing that everyone knows about to some yeah. degree. But like the, I didn't know about the women fighter pilots thing un, until Ming pointed it out on the cast yeah. discussion. Um, I didn't either. Like I knew there was a bunch of like, there's a, one of my favorite um, stories from World War Two is the Cherokee Nation um, spoke in Cherokee as a code, and none of the other nations could crack it, which is like so fascinating to me. <laughs> and that's, and they were like also a set of code breakers that like broke all this code and stuff, which is like super fascinating. But we don't talk about that shit because it's not straight white males. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I don't want to talk about that anymore because fuck 
the troops. <laughs> uh, agreed. Fuck the police. Fuck the troops. Yeah. Good God. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we got to talk about? Uh, like we said before, you know, Enoch is currently with the the Koenig and the 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which I... I don't know if, like, Enoch's just gonna pop up... Like, Enoch doesn't age, right? So, like, no. surely he can just, like, find them <laughs> sometime yeah. in the future. Yeah. Which, yeah, I think I think Enoch's gonna come back. I guess, yeah, this is probably the part where we should talk about what we think is yeah. gonna happen next and make our called shots, which I think so far we've been fucking zero for zero. Zero for zero, Not baby. zero for zero, but, like, we've had, like, a zero percent hit rate on those, because I think we were just, yeah. like... The big ones were Malik's going to be the villain, which, I mean, I guess could be true still, but Seems looking unlikely. very <laughs> unlikely. Um, and the other one was that we were going to get <laughs> Fitz back, nope. at least in some capacity, which uh, has not happened even a little bit. Um, not at all. In fact, they did not say his name once during this episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, a drought. <laughs> For the two of us, specifically. Such a drought. I feel like it's going to be episode five again. Like, they seem to love that bring in Fitz at episode five again. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But do we have any other called shots we want to totally whiff? So we know we're in the 50s again next episode because Daniel Sousa is apparently being murdered, which, you know, great. Love to see that. I don't. (laughs) Um. So I wonder if they're going to move us up to the 60s next time, which would be really interesting because obviously the 60s are the time of the big um, race riots and all the huge movements. So I wonder if, yeah. I don't know how they would exactly touch on that. They might just like, you know, name drop the march or talk about someone or something. Yeah, that um, would be, that would be interesting, especially given the current situation. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> it's definitely going to be something that I'm going to keep an eye out on if we do indeed go to the 60s. Because, let's see. They they seem to be moving in twos, and we went from the 40s to the 50s. Hold I mean, on. I we might to, get to present day. I, I don't know. To, I need to step away for a sec, because the talk here is kind of freaking out a little bit. So oh, okay. I'm going to be right back. Okay, I have a... There's the dog in my room now, so hopefully he oh, okay. doesn't make any noise, but he's a good That's boy. fine. Yeah, he just gets a little bit nervous when the family here is gone for a long time. Oh, poor doggo. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Okay, what were you saying? Uh, uh, I was saying... um, I was just wondering if we might go through, like, every decade up until present day. Yeah. I don't know if... I don't know if we have time for that, but we might. Yeah, it seem, definitely seems like a possibility. I um, Part of me is thinking that we're going to get a little bit of a skip. We might do the 60s, yeah. but I think we are going to jump a couple decades up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I guess the other thing is that in the first episode next time on, they showed stuff that wasn't in episodes two or three. Because there's the bit with the triskelion blowing up. Yeah, I, I, a couple people pointed that out um, when I was reading through some stuff. So I don't know if that's just because it's the first episode 
Um, because I think everything we saw in this the the next time on in episode two happened in yeah. three. So I I don't know, but it did throw me off that because usually they don't do that at all. Yeah, because <laughs> I've I I just realized thinking about this that like I had it in my head that we were due for like a big time jump up to the present, but now I'm not so sure. I I still think we are going to get up there by mid season at, at yeah. least. Um, so part of me thinks that they're going to do, they're going to hit the sixties, maybe skip the seventies, hit the eighties, probably skip the nineties, uh, at the very least. Yeah. Um, the nineties seems like an easy skippable thing. Cause yeah. like, I mean, it's the nineties, like things happen, but yeah. I also think the seventies is probably another easy skip. Yeah. Um, because it's just like. The 60s, which has its own distinct aesthetic, and then the 80s, which, like, fucking, like, everyone likes to jerk off to the 80s. Um, <laughs> and True. And then, yeah, and then the 90s are kind of, like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, we're doing, we're in the middle of 90s nostalgia now, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure when we're going to get back to present day. It seemed like, from hearing the cast talk in that, after the first episode talk they did that we go through a couple decades at least yeah um so i'm assuming we'll get an- at least one more after the 50s but i'm not sure what that is yeah my called shot is is one maybe two more decades and then yeah get to the present day by um by mid-season at the very latest yeah yeah, and I also think that probably when we get to the present days, when we're getting Fitz back, if I had to guess, I would think those two would coincide. Yeah, that's also probably a good guess. I mean, I want Fitz back like right now because yeah. yep. this is the last season, and I every episode I'm aware that <laughs> that's one less episode that I will ever see him in again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. I and I I hate that they keep teasing us with oh we had time and I'm like how much fucking time did you have was it like a year was it like six months like yeah. what is the time yeah <laughs> yeah any more guesses um I said because I know at the end of episode one we said a year do you think that's changed at all or at most a year I I don't it it can't be okay I don't think it's less than six months and I don't think it's more than five years but like anything in between that area like i've expanded my horizons because hearing enoch talk about it like i don't know man it seems like it seems it it, seems like it might be longer than i thought yeah it's one of those things where just like the fact that they keep dancing around it makes you think that it's an answer that is surprising yeah like because like a year i think everyone would kind of be like oh yeah that like that's a long time but it's it's reasonable but like yeah. I feel like the fact that they that they've been because like there's there's a difference between the writers being cagey about it and the characters being cagey about it and that line yeah. has definitely been crossed at this point I feel yeah because like three people have questioned Gemma or Enoch yeah. about it and like they have not gotten an answer yeah so I I I am with you that I think my my thing has expanded to yeah. to yeah I think I think probably. I think probably a year is now my new minimum. Yeah, which is, like, wild to consider. Like, they had, like, five years of just them and Enoch, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, like, the weirdest trio, but fine. Oh, God. 
I, I really hope that we get some more Enoch and Gemma scenes because yeah, yeah. their relationship is like so fascinating. Yeah, to me it's 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 it is definitely very interesting. Uh, other than that, really interested in knowing what the hell happened to May. I don't know if she's just like literally so traumatized that like yeah, that's, she can't function. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I that's what's going to be my next question too. Do you think that there's something? Do you think that something happened to May in the like comic booky sense that it's just like oh she was like poisoned with a thing or like she didn't recover fully in the thingamajig or whatever or do you think this is like some for real like psychological trauma shit before this episode i would say that like something else happened but like seeing her have a literal panic attack was like oh god like i don't know if this is like something other than just extreme trauma (laughs) from dying (laughs) because she died like we know that she died. Like, Colson died. Yeah. And thinking of that just now, I mean, we know that many of the people that died in the Tahiti Project and were brought back, like, lost their fucking minds. Yeah. Um, because they couldn't handle it. So I wonder if something similar is happening to May. Yeah. My best guess is that, yeah, it's it's either just, like, some... That she is just, after all this time, like, finally breaking down. Or it's like a oh she died and she brought back and she was brought back which is not a good thing for people to go through uh, and it's and they kind of do the more comic book take on it which is one which is less interesting to me but also I don't know if they'll be able to pull off the she's just traumatized thing in a way that is satisfying I don't know because they I feel like they did a pretty decent job with Coulson. Granted, there was more time for that to develop, but yeah, I'm not sure. But with Coulson, there was still more of like the comic booky. He was brought back by the love blood of an alien. That's true. Whereas, like, if they if they went the more mundane route with May of just like, oh no, this is just a person who has been through so much shit and is finally breaking because of it. I don't know if they're if they have the finesse to pull that off yeah i don't know either and i also don't know what the hell may's endgame is if that's the case like yeah. is she just like gonna go retire somewhere like i yeah I don't know. this feels this feels very out of left field like kind of like i said earlier in terms of just like what may's trajectory was that like yeah. one i don't know what what direction she's going in but i if they do take it in in that direction i don't know if they're going to be able to handle it well uh, i mean i've been surprised by how they've handled things this season so far so we'll see but i think if they do go that that route they are going to be pushing their luck yeah yeah i think going forward i well i was already going to but keeping a really close eye on May yeah. because she is definitely concerning me. I think Elena's going to get over her mental block. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is that if that, if there was going to be some sort of like, Oh, I like, this is becoming too much like in a, in a mental sense, like an emotional sense. I thought they were going to go down that road with Elena and to much, much more mild degree than they yeah. just kind of like shoved onto May all at once. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I am, I am very curious and also very worried because of <laughs> very worried. Yeah, half of our conversation last night was just like, oh god, I'm so worried about May. Yeah, yeah. 
so worried about May. Mm-hmm. I'm also a little worried about Gemma, I gotta say. Yeah. I mean, like, she's being a badass and whatever, but she is also a little bit touchy <laughs> currently. Yeah. Everyone's, I, I, everyone's a little bit on edge. Yeah, I feel like everyone's, like, super on edge this season, which is, like, super valid because... <laughs> yeah, extremely. Uh, <laughs> but I hope that she meddles out a little bit once Fitz gets back because I feel like I feel like that's mm-hmm. really the cause of her stress, which is fair. Yeah, it's... It's the cause of my stress, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I also mentioned it with Daisy earlier where she she seems to be kind of, like, sticking a little bit more to her more vicious side. yeah. Um, and standing by it, which again is totally valid given the stakes and potential outcomes, but uh, is kind of worrying in the sense that we are like she is sticking to that more vicious side. But yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of this stuff before, I think, in terms of like having everyone be in a dark place is a place that we've been before, yeah. but it, it never stops being worrying. Yeah, agreed. It's always like, oh god. <laughs> Especially this season, I feel like I am gonna go ahead and say that not all the team is surviving this season. Like for reals, not surviving oh, this season. God, I don't want to think about that. At I know, all. but I feel like we should address it at some point because yeah, it's the end of this. It's the end, and I don't know if everybody gets out alive. Um, god, do we want to make calls on who dies? I don't. I the only people I can see right now is May. I don't think Colson's making it out. I'm going to go and say he's okay. done. Um, I don't know about May. A little worried about her. And I'm a little worried about Mac. Those are my three that I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I'm not going to say Colson because that's less out of like, I don't think he's going to die and more of, I don't want him to die. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I don't think it's going to be, like, a tragic death, though. I feel like he's yeah, going to choose yeah. to go away. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, I still don't want him to die. I but, mean, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I don't want him to die either. <laughs> um, but the other, I think, yeah, so I'm not going to say Coulson. Um, I think Deke has a very good chance of dying. Really? Okay. I I think he's, he's not as likely to die as some other people, but I do think he's up there. Also... Did your shipper sense go off during the scene with him and Daisy when he's just like I'm a changed person? A little. And she's like I'm. I know. I. I or like I've noticed. A, a little bit. I. Yeah. I have had some twinges, and it's worrying me because they've been spending yeah. a lot of time together this season, and they've had like their little heart to hearts, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's really worrying me because if that's the case, I don't know if that increases or decreases Deke's survival chances. You know, given Daisy's track record, it's probably not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, because like on the one hand, it, 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 it historical data in like <laughs> like would insinuate that he would die if he if yes. he starts dating Daisy. But on the other hand, I don't know if if they did go that route, which I I don't I don't want them to do. Please don't let Daisy date Deke. Um, I don't know if they want they would do that to her for another time. Yeah, especially at the end. That's the thing is like, is this the one that sticks? I don't want it to be. I don't. I really, I really, please God, do not want this to be the one that sticks. But like, fuck, man, I could see it happening, and I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah. So that's my thing is that I think I think if Deke is Daisy's boyfriend, 
he lives. Agreed. And if he's not... If he's not... If he's not, this is my called shot. This is my like. All right. I, I, I'm putting it out there. If he's not, if he is Daisy's boyfriend, he die. He lives. If he's not Daisy's boyfriend, he gets very close to being that and then dies. <laughs> like Daisy almost gets that point and then yeah. Dick dies. I think that's it. I, I can. I, I think I agree with you. I think that's very. That is definitely a possibility. I think I just I don't want them to be together. I want I Daisy really to like realize her true potential as a person on her own. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I want Deke to like be a functioning human for once in his goddamn <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I uh, but I do agree when when they were having their little heart to heart, I was just like, "Uh." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah, I guess then the other people on my list, I think May is on that list now, unfortunately. Yeah. I think either Mac or Elena, probably more likely Mac, though. Yeah, I don't, I think Elena is not on my list, and I don't really know why that is. I just don't see her dying. But Mac concerns me because he is the biggest roadblock in Daisy becoming director, and I, if I still think that I'm on that road, I don't think he gets a quiet retirement. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my my death likelihood, or no, I I couldn't even. I don't think I could rank it. But I think the top three for me is um is Deke, May, and Mac in no right. particular order. Um, and then Elena if Mac doesn't die. Yeah, and then Fitzsimmons are gonna go live in Perthshire and have ten million babies. That's non-negotiable. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. happening. Yeah, where uh, Fitz <laughs> is not on this table. No, Fitz already had, uh, he literally died. So fuck yep. you, writers. You're not doing this to me again. Yep, 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 yep. That's the only thing that, like, comforts me in this season is that I know that they are getting out of this alive because they've already done the bullshit one of them died ending and they're not going to do it again. Like, that's the only comfort I have in this world. Oh, and but no they one fucked is us it. in the past, Luca. You can't they, say that. I know they fucked us in the past, but listen. All right. <laughs> Listen here. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, they, I, I'm holding out hope that I'm I, I'm making through sheer force of will, not putting Colson on my list because I want him to live. Yeah. So I respect your your decisions here. Here's the thing, though, is they they did it. Like they pulled the emotional gut punch. They had one yeah. big one yeah. left, and they did it. And so it's done. Like we've been through this. It sucks. It's awful. I can't watch that episode because I just can't. And I don't know what we're going to do when I get to the recap <laughs> in this podcast. Probably just cry yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, any more cult shots? Do we think we know who the four real villains are this season? I. It seems like it's the Chromacons, and I don't want it to be. Yeah. Like, I'm a little disappointed if it is. Same. Because I just don't care about them at all. I really don't. Like, all of them are literally emotionless, unfeeling robots, and I cannot in any way connect or hate these creatures, because they are just, like, machines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield has a very good track record of giving us villains that we absolutely fucking despise. I know! And that's why I'm a little let down. I'm like, is this really gonna be, like, the villain? I hope that we still get a mid-season switch. Yeah. Same. Because we're still not mid-season yet so yeah and the 
the villains, like the season six villains, were also kind of a letdown. Like, what yeah. Izel or whatever the fuck her name was was kind of like meh. The Sarge was cool, but like the mid season turn to Izel was just like. Yeah, um, Izel was okay. disappointing. Um, so I'm hoping that the mid season turn is not disappointing because it's already disappointing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know who it is though. Like, I don't know who. Yeah, the... I have. I I really don't have any any idea anymore. Do we think we get any more cameos? If so, who do we think we get? Wouldn't shock me if Ford shows up. It wouldn't shock me if Ford shows up. I'm also put, pulling my college shot. We're going through the the laundry list of canceled Marvel ABC shows. <laughs> or I don't know if Agent Carter was on ABC, but I I'm it assuming was. it was. Um, I think we get Bobby and uh, Hunter coming back for oh, a cameo. Oh, please! Everyone's been begging for that for forever. I would love to see them back for one final shebang. Because mm-hmm. like we saw Hunter in five, but yeah, which was very good. I love which was that awesome so much. But we haven't seen Bobby again, and I would really like to see her one more time. Yeah, same. I think, yeah, I think those are probably the most likely to come back. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're gonna see Trip again. I think he's done. Oh, I didn't even think about Trip. I'm actually thinking Trip. Oh, really? You said that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I think I think Trip, Trip's death was was one of the first like real emotional gut punches I think the show had, mm-hmm. um, in terms of like the state like death being like a for real stake on the show, and I liked Trip enough that I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think people liked Trip enough for him to warrant to come back. But I do think Bobby and Hunter are more likely just because they were around for longer. But yeah, I, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Trip. I'm thinking Bobby and Hunter. Is there anyone else? Ward, obviously. Like oh yeah, said. Ward. Ward is definitely coming back. I think Ward's probably at the top of the list. Yeah, everyone else I can think of as villains, and I don't think they're bringing any of those back. Yeah. Except Ward. Yeah, except Ward. Someone floated the idea of having Lincoln come back, but. I think oh. Daisy's kind of over Lincoln. I, Daisy's over Lincoln. Also, I think I think Lincoln does fall into the bucket where he wasn't relevant until he was directly connected to Shield. Like I know Agreed. he was part of the Inhumans camp, but I I think we're done with Inhuman stuff at this point. Yeah, they seem to have really pushed that to the side. I mean, I'm sure Daisy will get some good quakes in before the end, but oh yeah. Yeah, but like in terms of like inhumans being a thing beyond the two inhumans that yeah. they have on the team, I think I think it's 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 done. Okay, well we have been talking for a long time, so we should probably bring this to an end. But I enjoyed these two episodes. I did too. I really enjoyed lot. this one more than I thought I would because I knew that Fitz was not gonna be in it and <laughs> I really miss him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we got through it. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to the next two. Yes. Oh, uh, one last call shot. Does Sousa die? Yes, no. Yeah, I think he dies. My, okay, here's my big brain call shot. Okay. He doesn't He doesn't die, and he jumps forward in time with the team. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a bold prediction. Yeah. Yeah, I think he just dies because I don't... I think Sousa's story is over. Yeah, I think I think the the most likely answer is that he dies, but I'm just gonna make the cult shot just in case it happens. Man, do it because one of us is gonna be right, and we get <laughs> gloating rights. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Look, I've been wrong this far. I like might as well keep it up. Yeah, just like go right into that sunset. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about covers it then. Yeah. Uh, as a closely note, you can follow us on Twitter at the best pod. Holly does a hilarious live tweet every episode. Yeah. It's wonderful. Go. <laughs> if you're listening it. to this, I hope you're. I hope you're reading those because i have a lot of fun doing them and apparently they are incomprehensible so they are at points incomprehensible and i'm like what is happening but it's good (laughs) it makes it good (laughs) and yeah big thank you to abnormal map inc for hosting us on their network you can find them uh at abnormal mapping on twitter abnormalmapping.com and most importantly patreon.com slash abnormal mapping because uh, you should give them money I guess join us next week for our discussions about episode four of season one of S.H.I.E.L.D., which we just recorded right before this, and join us the week after that for our thoughts and reactions to episodes four and five of season seven, which I am very much looking forward to. Let's hope Fitz is back. Fucking fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to this one. Bye. Bye.